Hi, I'm Robert Lang, a partner at DGBK Architects, and I was the partner in charge for this project at the uh, 2010 Glen Drive facility for the Vancouver Police Department. My name is Tim Tuesley. I'm the lead consultant for this job, and I work with Recollective Consulting. The project uh, comprises two facilities, the Tactical Training Center and the Property and Forensic Storage Facilities that were done back-to-back. Uh, -back. Uh, the first uh, Tactical Training Center was f completed in 2009 and the Property and Forensic Storage Facility completed in 2011. So we're sitting outside the uh, police facilities here at 2010 Glen Drive. It comprises uh, two main facilities and a future facility down in the future as well. So uh, we're bordered by the SkyTrain on, on two sides and rail on, on the third side. So very close to all the transit hubs, uh, which, is, which is great for the, uh, for the Vancouver Police Department. It sits in this, the flats, what is known as the flats of Vancouver. Historically, uh, an industrial zone of, of Vancouver. It comprised the heartland of the industrial uh, zone for Vancouver up until 1960. So, Falls Creek Flats is undergoing a total redevelopment right now um, with a lot of office and educational occupancies coming in uh, just to the west of the site. So, this whole area is really becoming a hub for. Uh, green job, not just green jobs, but jobs in general, education, and, and all the facilities are here for, so that people can get to and from their, their offices, their work, their, um, their uh, school um, with a minimum of fossil fuels. Yeah, and Vancouver has really set out a plan for this area to become one of the greenest places to work uh, in the city, perhaps on the continent. Uh, so we're just at the corner of Great Northern Way and Glen Drive. Um, we're standing in front of the Mount Nukumet Co-op building, which is another uh, lead, I believe, gold or platinum certified building. Uh, you'll notice as you look up and down Great Northern Way, there's a very well-developed uh, uh, pedestrian and separated cycling uh, path. Uh, and this is uh, really an artery for uh, bicycle and pedestrian travel. Again, encouraging that active transportation, carbon-free transportation to work. Um, and of course, as we look over, we can see the SkyTrain and Transit Station also right in front of the project site. So yeah, as a result of these amenities, you'll see that uh, the uh, people who work at the uh, Vancouver Police Department Tactical Training Center and Forensic Storage Facilities uh, have a high rate of using transit and active transportation to work. Um, couple that with a uh, not a huge parking lot, it really does encourage people to uh, take alternate means of transportation to work. So, um, here is the transit station. So if we stand at the entrance to this transit station, or if we just walk, there's a bus right now. So if we walk up Glen Drive, we'll see the bus entrance to the transit station, and just beyond that you'll see the project buildings. Uh, they're in a silver metal panel. So the first project is, was the Tactical Training Center, and that is a training center for all the Vancouver Police Department, as well as some other outside agencies that con contracted to, to do their training here as well. The second phase uh, was started as soon as the first phase was completed in 2009, and that's property and forensic storage, a large warehouse building that houses police evidence. The City of Vancouver mandates that all their public buildings uh, reach a LEED Gold status level. 
currently we're waiting for certification on both phase one, the tactical training center, and on phase two, the property and forensic storage facility. Achieving LEED Gold status indicates uh, a high level of, of environmental standard for buildings in North America. This was what they call a brownfield site, meaning that it had to be cleaned up in order to be uh, refurbished for this, for this use. Given its proximity to the uh, False Creek, um, we had some, some challenges in terms of the uh, stormwater management system here. There's a very high water table and because of the, uh, the ground conditions we had to implement uh, certain standards and uh, features for the stormwater. Uh, the City of Vancouver has uh, strict controls as does LEED in terms of the, the quantity and the quality of the stormwater that, that, uh, that uh, leaves the site. So we had to use measures such as a detention pond and a sustainable green roof as well to take care of the, the, the needs of the stormwater runoff. So all the materials in this building have targeted a 50-year lifespan. So we're standing here at the southwest corner of the forensic storage facility. You can see if you look east, there's a uh, large black roof that's uh, protruding a little bit from the rest of the building. It's, it's quite obvious because it's much darker in color. Uh, what that is is actually a solar wall. So it allows, uh, because it's south facing, it allows uh, uh, a lot of solar gain and it, it takes that solar heat and draws in air at the bottom where you can see some perforated panels at the bottom and that air is heated and then is pulled up through the solar wall and then uh, used to preheat incoming uh, fresh air. Uh, saving quite a lot of energy uh, for the facility. So on a nice sunny day like today, the use of that solar wall really will reduce the amount of natural gas burnt to warm the incoming fresh air, uh, therefore reducing the greenhouse gas emissions for the facility, and not only that, but saving the, uh, saving the city money day after day, year after year, without any moving parts. So here we are standing further almost to the end of Glen Drive. Um, looking again east towards the building um, and if you look above the entrance behind the flagpoles you can just see poking up uh, a bank of skylights above the entrance. Uh, what that is is, is uh, obviously for light, for daylight. Uh, the designers really sought to optimize the daylight in the space. Um, so of course to save energy uh, you need to make sure you turn off the electric lights when the sun is shining. Uh, again, today being sunny, um, they should be harvesting a lot of light right now. What they have is uh, daylight controllers. So there's sensors in the, uh, in the fixtures that will turn the lights down or off depending on how much daylight's coming in. So it really allows them to optimize the use of that daylight, reduce their lighting energy use uh, without having to have someone literally turn the lights on and off. Um, and of course, you know, that is basically free light. Once you've got your daylight sensors, you don't pay for that sunlight. Uh, and uh, again, saving uh, the facility money for years to come. As we started the design of this facility, one of the things that changed is that the firing range uh, was to be a leaded ammunition range. But through the process of design, it was determined that, that would, uh, it would be better for the environment to look at something that was fairly new to North America, and that was to use non-toxic ammunition. The mechanical system was designed to allow for the lead, uh, given that we're well into the design uh, process already and into construction, actually. 
but uh, the, it was determined that the range will never see uh, leaded ammunition used in it. One of the innovation features that, that we have for the, uh, for the lead sustainability was to recycle all the cartridges that are used from the firing range. That amounts to a fair uh, amount of, of brass casings that, are going, that would otherwise go into uh, the landfill. Passengers on the SkyTrain or those uh, passing by via Clark Drive can look down onto the green roof feature. The sedums, which at uh, various times of year are, are, are bright colors, which is, which is quite pleasant to look at. Um, they're succulent plants, so they, they absorb a lot of the water, which contributes to the stormwater management system. Still standing on the, on the west side of the building, uh, if you look above the skylights that we were just looking at, uh, you'll see on the north-facing uh, wall of the larger portion of the building a big bank of windows. What those are for is, is daylighting windows. Because they're north-facing windows, uh, you won't get a lot of heat. You'll notice the south side of the building has very small, limited windows, and, and the windows that are there are, are very slit-like in appearance. Uh, that is because they want to avoid uncontrolled heat gain uh, in the summer months, um, where then you'd have to cool those spaces uh, and, and use a lot of energy. So on the north-facing side, they're larger windows to allow daylight for all the offices that are in there, thus reducing the amount of electricity needed to light the building. One of the things I enjoyed most about working on this facility is just uh, working with the City of Vancouver and the Vancouver Police themselves. Uh, when we first started and were touring the facilities that they were currently working in, it was uh, surprising the, the kind of limitations that they had and the conditions that they had to deal with. Uh, now we're there in a, in a much more sustainable environment, uh, brighter for one thing, much more daylight, and uh, a better working condition to help them achieve what they need to on a daily basis. So for me as a, as a sustainability consultant, uh, working on these types of public buildings where the, the city has a vested interest both in being green and in doing things that will reduce the amount of maintenance needed on the building, increase the life of the building, and, and use less energy and less water. It's, it's really that package. It's a motivated owner producing a really excellent, well-performing building. So that, that for me is the inspiring thing about, about this building and these types of buildings.